Welcome to another episode of Don't Leave to Judges Podcast. I'm here with my main man, Patty Broken Skull. Yay, yay. What is going on out there, party people? Is that a thing? Is there still party people? I don't know if we're supposed to be in contact. Six, everybody. Uh, man, we had fights this week. Very interesting. I, I'll say it started out with a bang. Great stuff to open the card. Oh, I was yes. not mad at that. Um, but it kind of petered off, right? Speaking of Peters, <laughs> Pete Rodriguez, man. I'm just going right in because this Sam just recently checked the Instagram. All right. And I sent him (laughs) some artwork for the show and I'm always late. So I get why he wouldn't even, he wouldn't have noticed, but I had made two different things this week. And I was like, you know what? This one's great because I missed this fight. So it was Mike Jackson. We've all heard of him. The truth. Can we, can we get a actual, uh, you know, some information on this man's full name? Because before we started recording, I told Sam, I was like, his name's not Mike Jackson. This is a choice that he's made. He chooses to go by Mike, knowing his last name is Jackson. He's like, well, that fucking guy's dead. Also a piece of shit. I'll be the most famous Mike Jackson. It's like, he still can't be. We have Thriller, still. William Michael Anthony Jackson. (laughs) William Michael Anthony. He chooses Mike of all those names. All bad names. Anthony Jackson terrible that he looks like an anthony jackson more than a mike jackson but let's be honest he fights this pete rodriguez or attempts to for a minute and a half and gets put to sleep dude put to sleep the best way to start to start the card i could ever imagine i can't wait till yo mma raps has this dude as a guest <laughs> that's what you do you, you take a guy who's cringeworthy you bring him on as a guest and you make fun of him sort of like undercover Oh, hey, man, you put up a real good fight against Pete, right? It's all very sarcastic, and um, it's patronizing as fuck, dude. That's what you do to grow your numbers as a podcast if you're so desperate to make money off of podcasting. Guys, we're not them. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we do transition into being a, a podcast solely dedicated to talking about AEW, but that time will come. <laughs> as long as Daniel Cormier keeps involving himself in wrestling, by God, I have to watch. Crazy show last night on AEW. They had to improvise the end of a legitimate injury but mike jackson man he got utterly fucking destroyed caught in the face with a big knee as he is dodging punches and uh yeah man i i just happened to go to his twitter and he's nothing but a bunch of racist spewing racist shit on here you know of course he's got this black power tattoo and he's just talking all kinds of mad shit jake shields he says, Mike, you're three quarters white and grew up playing badminton in an all white community. So knock off your weird racist bullshit. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know what? That's when you look at his full name, that's a name of somebody that wears cardigans. You know what I mean? That's a guy who wears white shoes all the time. You know what I mean? Very fancy. He's got a salad fork and doesn't ever eat salad. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> a very long kitchen table doesn't have many relatives, though. You get what I mean? Like a rich guy, very isolated. Family took care of him, had no struggles. That's why you get a tattoo like Black Power. Because you got to pretend that you know the same struggle, my friend. You got to pretend. And your best way of pretending is saying, oh, man, my struggle was so tough, I'm going to fight professionally. And you're doing a poor job of that. It's clear that you don't really know the what fighting is. Because you're not doing that. In any of these matches I've seen, whether it's fucking CM Punk, who's a fake fighter in, in itself, in himself, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Up to Pete, he's not fighting anyone. 
He's standing there waiting to get kneed in the nuts, poked in the eye, or kicked in the fucking, you know, somewhere that's going to get a foul, and he can get himself a, a disqualification win. He's one and two now. Will he ever fight in the UFC again? We don't sign women with those type of records, right? And no, this guy somehow in Bellator with that type of record. dude. He what we said on the last time when we were talking about this guy last time is Dana made a mistake. He thought CM Punk was going to walk through this guy. Oh, yeah. CM Punk didn't. So then he was like, well, what the fuck now do we do? Yeah. <laughs> the guy contract now, the guy who beat CM Punk, the, the tomato can. Here's three more fights, I guess. Okay, Mickey Gall, <laughs> let's do it. Finish him up. You know what I mean? Like all these guys that have fought CM Punk essentially become sort of memed, right? <laughs> Just you're known for either beating CM Punk or even being in there with CM Punk now. Nobody knows your other fights like that. We're like, that's the guy who laid on CM Punk and didn't finish him. Tragic. Because he looked tired when he started. CM Punk looked tired when that fight started. Well, that was nice to see. And uh, yeah, man, that fucking knee really fucked him up. And he got a couple more pinch punches in there, which was great. I mean, Pete Rodriguez, it's not like he's some professional badass. He's only 5-1 and one now. And like I said before, his opponents were combined 4-13. and 13. So it's not like he's, you know, they essentially got a man off the street to come in and take care of Mike Jackson. Shut yeah. him up. Well, can't shut him up. He's still running his fucking mouth. Um, but yeah, other part. than that, a pretty boring call. That's the worst part for me. I like the social media thing. I like that you can sort of reach out to them and, and converse with them in that way. But I also don't like the idea that these people can defend themselves. Let us be upset and dislike you. Why are you allowed? You know what I mean? It's that's the reason I have all my shit shut off. You don't get to comment on my things that I make because I don't care if you hate me or like me. Right. Whereas these other people, they have to live for that. They need you to like them. They need to converse. They need to be uh, face to face with their fans. And Mike Jackson is a clear example of that going the opposite way. Jake <laughs> isn't even really relevant anymore. And no. he's still worth listening to more than Mike Jackson. Oh, yeah. Al Jermaine Sterling is a perfect example of that. It's like someone gives him a compliment, he may say something back, but if someone's negative to him, he's fucking like all over it. He has to respond to motherfucker. I don't know. Is 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 the ego thing where you have I'd rather just like, okay, fuck it, let this motherfucker spend half yeah. a day talking shit. I'm not gonna void. waste my time. Yeah. Talk <laughs> to the void. Because what it really is, is they're trying to get other people to agree. <laughs> they're trying to get a team of people to say the same thing in the same moment because that's harder to defend. When you're Aljamain Sterling going against one guy who said you're ugly, it's fine. You could say he's ugly, he's got a cat as his photo, whatever the fuck, fine. But if that guy gets four other people to also agree that Aljamain's fucking strange looking or whatever the, the thing is, now you have a problem. Now it's harder to fight back to. You know what I'm saying? These these clicks of internet fucking, you know, idiocracy. They, It's hard to shut them up, you know? I mean, and, that, that was the highlight of the card until you got to, I don't know, Lonzo Minifield's quick knockout. But that, I mean, that was against the scene. You know, the guy, the Mishoff, uh, a is like a senior citizen in there, even though he might be, I don't know how old he is, like 30, he's 35, but he, I mean, he looks like he's 45 in there. Can hardly move. Dusko versus Jordan Wright. These guys just come in fucking swinging wildly. What about the young cat versus uh, Vergara? Sort of comes back. Yeah. yeah, with that fucking arm bar. Well, what about Maximov versus Malcolm? I don't know what happened to Maximov, because Maximov was like, 
He was like an elite wrestler when he came in there. They said, they said, oh man, I I was looking for the injury because they kept talking about it when he was up against the fence. He kept staying up against the fence. He was barely fighting. Something was happening. Something was wrong with him. I don't know if it was a rib, if it was because he, because Malcoon kept landing those body shots. He kept throwing Mm -hmm. those hammers to his stomach. And uh, I thought it might have been in his foot, but it looked like he was putting weight on both of his feet. I don't know. Some injury. Some kind of leg injury or something. You never want to see that because these are the fights you're like, well, we want to see you at 100%. And when it's a quick injury sort of early, you're like, well, you're not 100% anymore. <laughs> he just, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. His last couple of fights, fuck. What about the uh, Mana Martinez, Ben Davis? Uh, I, I do like something um, basically with, with uh, Jacob uh, Malcow. It said Malcoon, Malcoon. They, when they asked him why didn't he kick him in the leg, and he's like, it's not really my repertoire. I'm not that great at leg kicks. Oh. That's something you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you get up after he hit you in the chin? My weak jaw. Like, what? You... So now everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows. Oh. I think they feel like these conversations are a lot more personal. Uh, Asuncio versus Henry, dude. Uh, oh, wow. How did I expect that at all? But we can't count either one of these guys out. It's just a matter of they're high-level guys, both of them. And Asuncio has seen so much of this, you know what I mean? So many of these guys, you can only hope that he doesn't survive. And if he does survive, you're really in trouble. You know, he had lost his last four. It's just they were all really good opponents. You know, his yeah. last win was in 2008, so it's hard to judge. Because you're like, okay, this guy ain't going to fucking win. He hasn't won since 2018, but... Then you look at the opponents he's facing. It's like, damn, that's some really good people. You know, yeah, you can... lose four in a row. You don't typically come out fucking just like a goddamn freight train kicking ass. Right. <laughs> uh, what is it, Cub Swanson? Oh, Cub Swanson, that um, TKO leg kick uh, by Jonathan Martinez. Yeah. I mean, that, that knee that mm. Martinez has on the entry from the opponent is so beautiful. I mean, he seems to have clipped many a dudes with this knee. I'm not sure if this is – is that what got Cub or what happened? Well, he ended up um, leg kicks and okay. injuring his leg. But, I mean, he basically almost got Cub Swanson out of there in the first round. And then when round two began, he just started kicking the living shit out of his leg till he couldn't stand up anymore. Tough as nails, man. This Martinez guy is somebody to pay attention to at this point forward because like we said about Cub last time, it's like you can get very good variations of this dude, but most of the time he's pretty consistent as far as competition. He's not Cubs not running away. You know, he's there to fight. He he likes the competition. He's gonna give it to you the same way you give it to him. But Mark, this is just proof that Mark because Cub Swanson was fighting for the title at one point. Yeah. So Martinez at least has to take that into consideration. Like, man, I can fight some real high level dudes that have seen basically everything. And this uh, this main event was exactly lopsided, what- awful. I mean, Grasso's still fucking gorgeous, dude. I don't think this girl ever has to wear makeup. She is so pretty, dude. It's weird to me. Like, what is going on? Why fight? You could do anything else. She, does, she You know what the thing is, though? She's probably a bitch, dude. <laughs> you know, the face like that where you're like, I wake up like this. You're like, oh, she's mean as fuck. <laughs> and she fights. Oh, yeah, definitely mean. No, I don't know. She seems sweet as all, as all, all get. But uh, both of them, fucking beautiful women, for sure. I it's, Since Paige Van Zandt versus uh, Ostovich, I haven't seen two finer women fight each other uh did they fight couldn't tell i was just sort of watching them and, <laughs> oh man punches, though man it says here 193 
out of like 360 for Grasso, that's wild. Yeah, it was just lopsided as shit. But she, you know, these women, they don't have the power to get a fit, or else it would have been a finish. Well, of course, that's all they ever talk about is, oh, well, she's got this crazy punching power mm -hmm. and speed and her athleticism, and she used to be a ballerina, and you're like, oh, great. Yeah. She, was swim. Oh, yeah. she was on the swim team back in the day. Look at all that punching power from the butterfly. <laughs> the backstroke really gets those punches, and it doesn't matter. All right, we can jump right back in. All right, man, let's jump on in here to UFC 280 out in uh, the Arab Yemirates, Abu Dhabi. I feel like this place is home to some really good matchups. We've seen some really fun stuff happen here. And when I see this, it's like anybody who's traveling to do entertainment to a place, you're only working for maybe 25 minutes, maybe a half hour. The rest of your time in Abu Dhabi is what? That's a show. Okay. Not a, not a Daniel Cormier and some yeah. random wide receiver talking about Whatever the fuck they talk about. It's not a show. We don't care. Make a show about what they do on Abu Dhabi. Why I don't say why. Uh, on Abu Dhabi. At Abu Dhabi. There at Abu Dhabi. What do they do there? What is the fun? What is, it the, like, what is the incentive to be like, yeah, I'll take a fight in Abu Dhabi. I get Vegas. We all understand Vegas. Oh, what yeah. are you doing in fucking Abu Dhabi, man? <laughs> fucking just training? <laughs> do they only fight there? That's it? All right, let's see. We got some good matchups. Right. On. I'm excited about it for the simple fact that the the main event is is so touchy, not 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 in the way that it's like controversial in any way, but it's so hard to decide. Oh, Very good matchup for everybody. Anybody that I've heard that talks about MMA has said the same thing. They're like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Oliveira's ground game. Oh shit, Islam's very good at the ground too. <laughs> Fuck. Excellent at the ground. <laughs> got out, but then he's also got a chin. He's been, I don't know, man. Flip a coin. All right. Um. So what do we got? Who's this first person? All right. We got uh, uh Carol Rosa versus Lana Lansberg. Landsberg. Uh, Landsberg. She's delayed. She's forty years old. She's the elbow queen. I think she's 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 the lady that's got two good wins back in two thousand nineteen against a uh, win against Macy Shanice and Tanya Evinger. And other than that, not a whole lot. All right. She's been knocked out three times in her career. And uh, Rosa's already, I've seen her saying that she expects this to be a stand-up battle. And I think she just has the advantage no matter where this goes. She's coming off a loss to Sarah McMahon. She had won her previous six. So, man, I, I don't even think this will be close. Maybe Carla Rosa uh, will beat her and the elbow queen. Maybe time for her to retire. Hey, real quick. On the side here, I don't know what this is from what website it's from but it says megan anderson's breakdown styles will define the two title fights at ufc 280 who's taking quotes from fucking megan anderson yeah. <laughs> huh which one of you sons of bitches that's insane that's insane what here you know what give me cm punk's thoughts on fucking ufc 280 guy give me the mic so i can interview that son of a bitch because that matters why it doesn't even make any sense Nothing. Hey, what do you think about, hey, unsuccessful MMA fighter, Megan Anderson, what do you, I don't know, it's fucking dumb as shit, I hate it so much, that's like asking the Browns their thoughts on the Super Bowl, you know, they don't know, we don't care, <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking, you could barely ask the Cubs about the World Series, what's it like, they don't know, folks, you get the bit, 
but yeah, uh, 40 years old, too old for a female fighter, uh, too desperate for this uh, organization. Hey, do better. Because they're bringing 35-year-olds on the fucking Ultimate Fighter as if they're going to be future champions. Stop it. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Oh. Landberg or Rosa? Rosa. Rosa. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Which I have a history of uh, picking wrong the first fight. For... Yeah. Rosa's got this. And no you find problem. your groove eventually. No problem. I think the last I think the last card you did well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for oh, sure, for sure. Now now I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna I was like getting the first fight wrong and just about every other fight right. Now it's gonna switch. I get the first fight right. Most yeah. other shit I'm so so now. Oh, God. For a while. I gotta start getting this first one wrong again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. spots <laughs> in his hotel room, he's like fucking damn it. One for four, son of a bitch. All right. See Yanni um, just I don't in know. there paying his money out fuck, at the window to somebody. Well, the crazy thing is, is we all know the fact that if Yanni makes any money, it goes right into a stripper's pocket. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that dude's not going home with cash. I doubt this man has a real place of stay. They just hit up a hotel. It's like, is Yanni, is Ace, John, is one of these guys. He goes by three names. He's one guy, three names. He's five, four. <laughs> his teeth are as big as the size of his fucking head. Um, yeah, so I don't know the I, I don't know the first names of these. It doesn't show me here, but it's uh, Mokev versus uh, Gordon. Oh, Muhammad uh, Mokev versus Malcolm Gordon. Okay. Both little guys though. One twenty fivers, man. Flyweights. Yeah, I think they're both five seven. I believe. That's what I got oh, here. Make sure. Orthodox, and we got a switch, which that's an odd one. Just say different, you know. <laughs> but uh. Both big guys for the division, like jacked, power punching, so light yeah, this, fast, you know. This McCabe, he's uh seven and zero, oh, and uh, oh, he's eight and zero. Oh. This is a guy. He's two and zero oh in the UFC. He's a guy's manager was came out and was like, "Yeah, nobody, we can't have any fights because no one wants to fight him." Blah yada yada yada. But man, I know he took on uh, Durden and just fucking destroyed him. End up submitting him in, in less than a minute. And, uh, yeah, he's only 22. Malcolm Gordon's 32. Uh, Malcolm Gordon, every finish, uh, every 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 loss that he's had, he's been finished in. So this guy, he has been uh, knocked out four times, submitted once in his career. So, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a short night for Malcolm Gordon. We'll, well the thing about it is, is it's like, the guys that come in to sign these contracts and they get offered this guy, are they fucking Googling him right there? <laughs> they're fucking like putting him in a sure dog right on the spot. Or is is Gordon's 14-5 and five record not intimidating enough against an 8-0 guy? You're like, that yeah. guy's new. I don't give a fuck about his previous career. He's only done eight professional fights. I have way more. Bring him to me. Be Otherwise, you're Googling the man sitting there like, oh, fuck. These eight fights are terrifying. <laughs> Why would... Who... Otherwise, the only other option, Sam, is it would be you or me if we are managers of fighters. You think I'm not going to tell you my shitty fighter isn't the best fighter in the world? Nobody wants to fight him? Absolutely. I'm going to do my fucking job, which is what I think is happening here with a lot of these fighters. are like, yeah, nobody will fight him. No, everybody will fight him. It's not worth the money <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. You're like, that stinks. I don't want to be the guy who loses to the guy on his second his second time in the UFC. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Who you know who wants to lose to somebody fresh that exactly. you know, they don't have much footage on because he's fought over in like Russia and shit. When I come um, from the area, an era, excuse me, of UFC fights where 
the guy who's new did lose almost every time when it was their yeah. first time in those lights in the octagon fighting somebody with that experience that type of name they lost and now we're seeing more often where the guy who's never been in the ufc ever is cracking dudes it's special we're living in a special time only problem is sam is we're so young that we'll probably never see another guy like conor mcgregor does that make sense we're so young, we'll never see another one like that. We got to see it. We'll never see another one. They will. The young fans will. There'll be another one. There'll be another Colby. There'll be another McGregor. It's not Patty Pimblett, all right? No. <laughs> it's, it's not him. But you get my point where it's like the, mm -hmm. he will come again. There'll be another Shaq, you know what I mean, as far as basketball is concerned, Kobe, stuff like that, Jordan. It'll all happen again. We just are so young, we'll never see it. By the time we're old, they're probably just being born. You know what I mean? Old, old. Like, stop doing this podcast in our 90s. What? Uh, <laughs> so All subscribe right. now. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, the next bout. Uh, uh, Armand Petrosian versus okay. AJ Dobson. Uh, Dobson, he just lost his UFC debut to Jacob, uh, the Malcown guy. Uh, and Petrosian, he just lost in the decision to uh, the guy with the spree, free spirit fucking neck tattoo that can't stand but yeah. before then he had won a, a split decision versus robocop he's and he stayed in there yeah it was, robocop wasn't taking it easy these guys beat the hell out of each other yes yes they did it was a tough fight and i i took him on that fight i took persuasion on that fight and i'd probably take him on this one as well but you got to wonder yeah. about a guy who loses their their debut on their second fight like are you more invested or do you not give a shit anymore you're like i don't fucking i lost very interesting the mental in this game a lot of bad names in this fight card go ahead <laughs> so oh man yeah i was hoping you would jump over to here all right uh well Zabara, uh i got his first name i think zabara oh here we go i don't know the first guy uh, nermagomedov obviously and then it's uh omar godshiv Oh, oh, that's, I was skipping over them. Shit. Yeah, that's uh, a... Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I fucking skip, skipped over them. My fault. Yeah, our organization on this podcast has not really yeah. intertwined. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I missed my big printout that I would get from ESPN, motherfuckers. Well, we yeah, I know. <laughs> we usually go into the same one on our Shit. phone. Over the last, like, five yeah. episodes, we've had just sort of be like, I don't know, I'm on SureDog. What do you got? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I print this fucking thing out. One of the fights are canceled, all this shit. But uh yeah, it's uh it's like um uh Norma Norma uh, his last five fights is two, two and one. And this guy he's been finishing he's got sixteen and three. His three losses he was submitted twice, knocked out once. Uh this guy over here, uh God's Godzio. Alright, this guy, his only loss is to uh old free spirit. He's thirteen and one. A lot of these guys have, have fucking faced the guy to free spirit tattoo man, on this card. So this is uh that was his UFC debut, lost to free spirit. So wait. There's two guys on two guys on this card that have lost to that dude. Well, hold on. Hold on. Well I know this guy has that I just talked about. Now, I was skipping a second ago. I don't know. I might not know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Petrosian guy, he lost, to, he lost to Free Spirit also. That's two guys in a row that lost to this guy. If yeah. he's not on the card, I'm upset. Oh, he is on the card. Here? <laughs> yeah. I fucking knew it. 
<laughs> All right. So, okay. Nurmagomedov, Omar Gadjev, both guys, you know, there's a p- potential here for real stars. You know what I mean? Both these guys have great records. They both are interesting guys that are going to be very hard to pronounce their name. I don't know the relation between Khabib Nurmagomedov and this guy, but tis the same last name. Uh, I wonder if he's got the same fighting style. There's too many of these guys at this point with the fucking mustacheless beard that are hard to keep track of. So I'm like, I don't know. Is this Omar Gadjev got hands or is he a wrestler? Hard to say. I'd pick wrestler if I was putting money down, but, <laughs> you know. No, six knockouts, four submissions. Okay, that doesn't help at all. It's still very <laughs> 60-40, man. I don't know. Yeah, no. And if he's fighting a wrestler, what's that percentage? I don't know. Because I would imagine Nurmagomedov is probably good at wrestling. I'm just... Yeah, he is. He, he was from the uh, um, World Combat Sambo Championship. Look, if you were if you were a coach or manager of any facet and these guys are new, I'm sorry, but the first thing I'm teaching them is wrestling. Nothing else. Learn wrestling first. Then we'll teach you how to throw a punch. Because if you can't defend a takedown, all that's useless. You're on your back, guy. Now what? Oh, be afraid. <laughs> you know, it's like that's the only thing. Defend, I guess. Yeah, uh, I don't see anything specifically talk about um, him being related to Khabib, but uh, it must have because he was involved in the fight, uh, that incident. Okay, yeah, yeah, with McGregor and stuff. Yeah, with the, yeah, exactly. So and he was suspended for for a little bit because that, for yeah, but yeah, man, uh, he just beat Jerry. Yeah, I'm just fucking flustered here. I got my shit all mixed up. Damn it, ESPN. Yeah, it is not our fault. You guys uh, have any issues with this, feel free to email your local ESPN representative. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The next fight, Lucas Almeida. And that, he's fighting Zabora. This guy's last name is tricky. Uh, Zabora Tayuga. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. Uh, Lucas Almeida, nine knockouts, five submissions. This guy's got a bright future. I mean... He uh, he was in the UFC, and he he was he was on the actual on the contender series, and I believe I'm gonna look him up, but I think this is a guy who fucking uh, he didn't get signed off the contenders. He went away, he fought and came back on to, on to the contender series, and then ended up getting a contract. Well, all I know is that at some point, a guy whose name whose first name isn't just Mike needs to have a nickname. Okay. Blood Diamond or something. Fix the name. Yeah, there you go. Blood work. Call yourself something else, man. It's the fight game. Be a monster. Be scary. Yeah, th- this guy, he lost in the contest via decision, and he went to Jungle Fights 1, and bam. He's, next thing you know, he signed to the UFC, which lets you know that he won his UFC debut. What you have already pointed out before, they want the people, they're, they're looking at these people that they put in the contender series, and they're determined they're going to sign them. So when they leave and win a fight, they'll bring them back. Even some of the guys that that'll lose a fight, they'll bring back. Even even without them going to another organization, sometimes the UFC is turning into uh, the Disney of the MMA world, where they're essentially just grooming these dudes at a young age to be future stars. They could put them in movies, make them commentators, start podcasts. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we'll get this fucking guy who's nineteen to be an eventual phenom. That's why they started the Apex Center. Let's be honest, dude. That's why regular citizens can't just go in there. Yeah, you know? it's a very specific, they're making universal soldiers, guy. They want to well, see guys go for five rounds and not die. 
they kind of had. I mean, they they kind of had to like make their own future people because of the pandemic. All those little old, small well, organizations couldn't couldn't run fights, so they had no make, one to see. Did it make? Did it force them to do it a little sooner than they were going to? Probably. Well, I'd say so. Was it inevitable? Evitable? Yeah, dude, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think it was only a matter of time before they were like, nah, these are UFC signed fighters. They are branded UFC. They can't fight in other organizations. I mean, they called fucking Mark De La Rosa a UFC veteran. So essentially, even a camera guy who has worked at the UFC in the past is also a vet. Go on. Uh, yeah, t- Michael Jackson. There you go. Uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Name. <laughs> Ozdemir versus Nikita Krolov. All right. Both of these guys have been like even records in their last eight fights. Volkan, three and five. Uh, Krylov, four and four. All right. Now, Krylov, 12 knockouts, 15 submissions. The guy's 28 and nine. Yeah, man. Uh, What do you think? Uh, I I think Nikita Krylov, I think he's fought some of the better people. And uh, his finishing rate. It's pretty insane. Well, aside from the fact that Uzdemir sometimes has hair that bothers me, um, <laughs> this guy's fought some of the best. All right, Uzdemir's faced some of the best in the 205 division. Has he been successful? Not particularly, but Krylov disappeared there for some time. One of these Arnold Allen type of characters that should have already had his opportunity to fight John Jones for the belt type shit. And uh, now he's working his way back up. He's been kind of successful. I think he's, what, two of three or some shit of his last three fights? Uh, He just beat uh, Gustafson in his last fight. He had lost his last two before. So one, all right. But he's also not fighting new 205ers. These are, you know, names. These are people we all know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think this is going to be a tough fight, though. It's just a matter of who wants it. You know what I mean? Who really wants to stay here? Who wants to try to actually get to that opportunity of fighting for a fucking title again? Especially since John Jones is gone. Because that is uh, somebody who doesn't need their manager to be like, yeah, nobody wants to fight him. Because I don't think most people want to fight him. Because it's just a bad look at this point where you're like, yeah, sure, I'll sign the contract. We'll, we'll do all the promos. And then a week before the fight, he won't come because he's in jail. I get tired <laughs> of hearing this shit of him. Yeah. All right. Well, you think he's going to come back in December? He's going to come back in insane, January. Dude. He's going to come back and I mean, come on. Fucking put up or shut up. He's like the guy who, is, who, be, who made the, the UFC sort of a mainstream thing. Isn't that bizarre? Like, my mom knows John Jones, right? Older people who don't care about the sport at all know who he is. Now people know Conor McGregor, and that's fine, but he's also still not a great guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? None of these guys are superb humans, and that's the part that it's like you got to separate that. They're not NFL superstars. They haven't been groomed to play fucking wide receiver since they were seven. These guys decided to fight because they had nothing else. They're fucked up people. None of them are quality humans. None of them. All right, so everybody's Colby Covington under the skin, right under the surface. That's really who they are. They're not good. Watch the Ultimate Fighter one season. Those are the guys. Not season 24, like season four or five. Watch those guys. Those are real guys who fought to live, to eat. Everybody else now has a fucking side hustle. Only fans. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. All right, so the next bout. All right. Uh, middleweight bout. Makmod more Mo. Muradov, and he's free spirit man. Uh, Kaya Boraho. I don't have to know that name at all. <laughs> so this free spirit guy, I don't know what it is. I I, I think he's 
after the fights, he put on his puts on his glasses. I think they remind him of of fucking Oliveira or something. I don't know because he's kind of got that nerdy look and shit. But mm. you know, he's one of the guys that was on the Contender Series and uh, had to come. He won via decision, and they brought him back, and he beat the crap out of the guy he faced, and they fucking signed him right then. It's obvious they see something in the guy. Which makes us hate him. Yeah. Like, when they're favoring a guy so much, doesn't that make you dislike him more? And then he became, like, Conor McGregor, I hated the fucking guy. <laughs> Out of the gate. And then because he was so predictable, you know, he was predicting his wins so successfully, you're like, well, I had a fucking kind of root for him now. Whereas yeah. there's other people that are like, nah, man, he's the best at shit talking. You're like, you don't get it. You just don't get it. <laughs> well, Mac, um, Mac Mod, he had uh, just lost a submission to Mearshart, he had won his 14 previous fights to that. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. And he's got 17 knockout wins. Uh, I'm thinking Kyo just maybe take him down and fucking set on him. I mean, that's a shit ton of fights, though, man. To be fighting a guy who's got, what, 13? Yeah. Listen, they, they see something in this kid. I don't see it yet. I'm not saying it's not there, he doesn't have it. I'm just not seeing it yet. Well, he's maybe, a free maybe, spirit. Maybe he'll show something in this fight. This next fight, man. This, I'm glad it's on the prelim card. No low, dude. <laughs> Bilal, so- remember the decision, Muhammad. This is Sean Brady. Sean oh, Brady's mad. He don't even want the paycheck. <laughs> Let me just beat this dude up. I guarantee you. Otherwise, you'd be fighting to get on the main, main card. Instead, they're like, we can do it on the prelims. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... The set sooner the better. I'll tell you, uh, Bilal Muhammad, he's one of those guys, I actually liked him for a little bit, and then he, he had that nasty eye poke loss. Well, it was no contest to Leon Edwards, and we were like, oh, Lee, that, that fight, they need to have that again. Leon Edwards should just move on to bigger and better things after that. But Muhammad, he gets on the microphone after the fights, and he's acting like he's killing people. But yet he's got 16 decision wins out of his 21 wins. You know what I call that? John Jones. <laughs> he punches, moves out of the way. Punches, moves out of the way. And here we have Sean Brady, who's not a fucking joke. He's he's 15 and 0, and you know, of course he has a lot of decision wins himself. But he's coming in here, man. This should be a good one. I think uh, I I say that, but the history of Bilal Muhammad fights. Not really good ones. So, who knows? Maybe fucking illegal knee, eye poke. No, but then also definitely make him a commentator. You know what I mean? It's the weirdest choice. Oh, Anthony Smith. Sure, commentator. Let's fucking do it. Oh, Cormier. Why not? If I can get in there. Dominic Cruz. Sure. You guys saw gold before. I don't... Rashad Evans. Come on in. Fucking dumb choices, man. All of them. Give me just Chael Sonnen and Joe Rogan. I'm fucking done with everybody else. They make it worth listening to. Otherwise, shut the sound off, because what I got to hear you for? I know what a punch and a kick looks like, dipshit. Look, he's, he's really fighting for it now, guys. You're like, no, yeah, I know. He's fucking losing, you dumb. What the fuck are you trying? I hate <laughs> And to me, it's like, that to me is such a prideful job, and they're giving it to guys who don't really give a fuck. They weren't very successful. Michael Chiesa has to be one of the more successful out of all of them. And that's not saying much. Right? What, are they going to fucking put Tyron Woodley up there soon? Ben Askren? What's next? Get some of the real good guys? (laughs) 
I think it's just anybody who could, Dana can fucking manipulate. <laughs> Man. And, All right, on the main card, we have this female belt, right? Uh, Caitlin Chikagian, uh, Manon Farat, okay? Wow, and Sean Brady got skipped by them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I like All right. That's very good. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you want to say something about Sean Brady? You can't. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm hoping, hoping beyond hope, he comes in and sleeps Muhammad. A Muhammad knockout. I'd love to see him get slept. I would like to see Muhammad get knocked out. And Sean Brady is the guy to do that. But it's so weird. They got pushed down to the prelims. Yeah. mate. Come yeah. on. Dude. Well, you know, what they could be trying to do, and, and I don't know, but what I would want to do is I would try to build up this Farad because she's got something. She's got some power for a female. You know, her fights have not been competitive why does she look like uh, smiling Sam Alvey's wife? You know, <laughs> like you just got the <laughs> turn over. Now oh, you're fighting. I'm done. <laughs> you know, she's only had one loss in her career. Her career, but that was her first ever fight. It was a split decision. Other than that, she's been on a fucking roll. Six knockout wins. Uh, she had a point where she had five knockouts in a row at one point. So, so they're slowly building her up, man. I think they're try to push her here. Well, and she's fighting a, a female that has a similar body type as her, which I think that's where she's going to – the challenge is that they want to – oh, Chukagan will stand with you. She will throw these long punches from the you know from the end and shit like that. Let's see how you how you fare to that. So it's a good test. Chukagan's not going to win, but I don't think uh, Farad is going to absolutely get a knockout either. Uh, uh, Benil Duresh. Kiryush. <laughs> Be a champ one day. You better get it right. <laughs> you think so? I, I really do. This is another guy who's a sleeper to me. This is a guy that's been fighting tough dudes for a long time, and he stays in there. He's dangerous as shit, and I think he's dangerous in all variations of fighting. And I just I, I don't see anybody that he couldn't match against. Well, even the guys fighting here, uh, Game Rot, Gam Rot, Mateja Gam Rot. What a record, dude. I mean, 21 and 1. <clears throat> Insane. 21 and 1. And his loss, it was a split decision. It's going to be tough. This will definitely be a tough fight. They're very well matched. I think that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Both of them are also on the push. They're on the upswing. Who's going to be next? This should be a real fun fight. This might be, this might be, this fight might steal, it'll be like the fight of the card right here. Very well could. It could be. All right, that, dude, (laughs) Sean O'Malley, a Petrion. Call me crazy. I think O'Malley's going to get reality handed to him here. Is that all? I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, 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 uh, he's such a fucking showboat and he hasn't faced much real competition at all. I mean, look at his competition. Absolutely. It's, it's all trash. And I think the difference is it's not so much that Sean O'Malley isn't skillful enough to compete with Peter. I think that Peter's too good. I don't. There's not been a flaw that I've seen in his game, even when he lost the belt to Aljo. It's like I didn't see any, any bad parts. Yeah, and I mean, I, if you take away, he's got three losses in his career. Two of them are split decisions, and one was that illegal knee. Right. Oh. And then Sean O'Malley, like you said, he's a showboater. He's a trash talker. He wants to, wants to be famous outside of just fighting. I think he's going to get hurt. If Peter's smart, I, I chop his legs, dude. You know what I mean? You chop that man down. 
he's taller than you. He's going to fight from the back. Mm-hmm. He's going to throw long punches. He's not going to put his, he's not going to do anything to put himself at risk. So you have to force him to. And the best way to do that is to take the motherfucker's legs out, dude. Make him think about those legs and finish him with a head kick. Ka-king. Here's your paycheck, Peter. Uh, this is just a dumbass fight because he's not ranked. It, again, it goes back to the argument that people try to say that, no, uh, Volkanovski's number one, so he's got to fight for the belt. It's like the fucking rankings don't matter at all. No, no. You fuck dummies out there that sit here and like, well, he's number five, so he's got to be next up to fight number four. Sit down. Stop talking. Okay? Let the professionals do their job. Because truthfully, I knew that before anybody ever said it. I was like, these rankings don't matter because just look how they're putting the fights together, you, d- you fucking dummies. That's pretty clear. Pretty clear. Number 13 versus number one? <laughs> Shouldn't he be number two? Number three at the very least. You would think, but... You know, because, you know, social media, Instagram. So, so dude, uh, TJ Dillashaw, Aljamain Sterling, the co-main event for the belt. Bantamweight Championship. Does TJ Dillashaw, will will he have enough to take it away? Yeah. Absolutely. TJ's, TJ was the fucking man. And he was one of these guys that I despise because I like Cody Garbrandt a lot. And I also didn't like him. Liked him because he got in Conor McGregor's face on the Ultimate Fighter. I was like, oh, Cody's the guy. Because he's the guy that's like Nate Diaz where it's like, we can fight right now. What are you talking about? What do we got to wait till we sign a contract? Fuck you. You know what I mean? I like that mentality. But then he loses to Dillashaw. So then I'm like, well, fucking Dillashaw is nasty as shit. And then I hate Cejudo. So then you're like, I got to go Dillashaw. So now I'm a Dillashaw fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? No matter. The kid's a machine. He's a cool personality. He was very fun on The Ultimate Fighter. He's not a guy. The, the beef where he had uh, with uh, Alpha Male and how he left with Dwayne Bang Ludwig. You got to like that. You got to <laughs> like that, man. Uh, he trains with Aaron Pico. Trains with a lot of dudes from... Uh, Bellator. I would say his last fight was Sanhagen. Lost. <sighs> yeah, it, they, they gave him a win, but Sanhagen, I thought he looked looked good in that fight. Don't leave to the judges, folks. That's yeah, it's our moniker now. Um, and with Sterling, don't leave it to the doctors. Shit. Don't leave it to the referees. Uh, he's... Al Jermaine has a lot more riding on this than Dillashaw. So what are we, what, what we yeah. going to see? Are we going to see Al Jermaine just show out and do... I've never seen him do anything spectacular in the first place. More yeah. or less, his him being knocked out is some of the more entertaining shit <laughs> than any of his finishes. And he's got a lot to fall back on. All his uh, outside the fucking UFC, his own shows and shit. Yeah, it's just a matter of time before he has his own cologne. <laughs> uh, or a mixtape. But uh, TJ Dillashaw is what, to me, I consider somebody who shouldn't should have still stayed the champ. He should still be the champ. Shit happens. You know, and and life shit happens, and then you fuck it up, and then it goes away. But does that mean you're not skilled? You're not talented? You didn't earn it? Nah, man. You did all that. And some more. And then some fucking five-foot-two troll of a man comes comes in and fucking takes your shit and then leaves? <laughs> Give it back. Uh, I'm going to speed us up, man. We got like four minutes left. Charles oh, yeah. Oliveira, Islam, Makachev. You know, this 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 could be the card... Where two belts change hand, changes hands. Could be. Could be. So, Charles Oliveira, you know, we were talking before, he's as good on the ground, but fucking Islam's a man on the ground. Oliveira, you know, he's got eight losses in his career. They're all early in his career. It's it's all, like he's only learned from those losses. And this this Islam guy, is a, he's a fucking machine coming at him, man. I think the, the, real, the realistic thing that has to happen is... 
Oliveira has to do something weird. He has to finish him weird. You can't do anything that's orthodox. It can't be a standard hook overhand. It can't be a fucking rear naked choke or a triangle. He has to do something strange. Or Makachev has to do something strange. Because neither one of these guys really has a flaw to me yet. Oliveira's even lost, right? Makachev's lost. But where's the flaw? Where's the thing that they haven't improved on and gotten better from after losing? Yeah, Makachev, I, his only loss, he was he was knocked out back in 2015. That's what I'd like to see. And I don't think Oliveira can knock him out standard. I think he has to do a spinning back fist, a flying knee, something fucking weird. And, and it's it's like the uh, Ose, Osborne. You know, he was like, I, it, he's a boxer. Couldn't box with him. He had to do something weird, and he did, and it worked. And I think that's what Oliveira has to do. But I do think this could either be one of the most fascinating fights in the last decade because they're so similar, or it goes quick. And Oliveira is just, the, you know what I mean? He remains the champ because I think he's in a very good place mentally. And Makachev might still be a little fresh to the pressure, but we've never seen him break, man. I don't know. I like it, though. I'm excited. Yeah. Final fight's worth talking about, folks. So please, 22 listens this episode. That'd be great. <laughs> Listen to it twice. Put it on repeat. Put it on mute. We don't yeah, give do a fuck. Us. Round one.